welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Charles. And I'm Seth. And now we got uh, kind of a potpourri of things to talk about uh, this potpourri. week. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe the emphasis should be on poopery instead of popery because we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about uh, the uh, controversy. Of course, what would a new Star Wars um, debut uh, series be without some sort of a controversy? And uh, as mm. I'm going to correct you a little bit, I don't think these are controversies. I think these are uh, temper tantrums. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right, right, and, and not surprising. It's it seems to be standard fare now. Anytime a new uh, Disney series airs that has um, uh, people from diverse backgrounds in prominent roles, um, the uh, white national racists come out and begin attacking them online, um, and such is the case with the new. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series, um, star, uh, the star in that Moses Ingram, um, has, um, uh, she plays one of the, uh, inquisitors, uh, the, uh, evil Sith looking to eliminate the last of the Jedi. And in her case, she's looking to, uh, eliminate, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, um, Excellent actress, does an excellent job in the show, but of course, uh, the fact that she's black seems and and is a star of the series seems to have set a uh, a uh, boisterous, but uh, I would argue non-representative section of the Star Wars fandom uh, it set them uh, off on uh, on a rampage. Well, there's apparently a very legitimate reason, Bill. Yeah, what's that? Well, apparently her character was white in the comics. No, oh. the comics. Wow! Don't you guys get it? How serious that is? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. No. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, your fantasy space wizards are sometimes our fictional characters whose backgrounds and. Races can change. Oh no! Why don't you just appreciate this awesome series that you've been given? Yeah. Well, and and you know, I think Star Wars started out to be more um, a white centric kind of a show. It was very um, elitist. It was well, yeah, I mean, it was, there weren't a lot of people of of color that were in the original Star Wars stuff, and so. Now that that's happening and that it's becoming more mainstream and beginning to reflect more of the multicultural nature of the world in which we live, 
there's a certain segment of the population that feels threatened by that. And it's sad. And it, it's even more sad that they take to bullying these actors um, on the Internet who are just doing a job, making a product. They're doing doing great work. Uh, but because they don't happen to be of the race that these people think they should be, uh, they get attacked and vilified. And it, so, yeah, some fans will use canon as a, kind right. of the, Excuse. the reason that they're taking their high-minded uh, protest yeah. against this. But it's uh, it is just a excuse for racism for the for the racism. But that what's even more about this is like the people who will claim it's canon that they're concerned about. It, the, I have read so much Star Wars over my life, and it's all made abundantly clear throughout the entire series that the Empire is basically formed as a human-first aliens beneath humans organization. Like Palpatine mm-hmm. and well, his be. regime were made in, made uh, clear in the all the lore, uh, the books that they like they were for humans first, and like the people who are now taking up these positions, uh, decrying these changes and whatnot, they sound like the Empire. Right. <laughs> Right. And it kind of makes me wonder about the people that are fascinated by the Empire side of Star Wars that um, lean towards that. That The bad guys can always be fascinating, but I mean, yeah. you really don't want to be rooting for the space Nazis. Right. <laughs> right. Personally, it, 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 I've I, always rooted for the rebels. Right. Right. Absolutely. But I, I think it's sad that once again, here we are, we've got a great new show, great new Star Wars show out there. And it. instead of focusing and talking about the show, people are focused on and talking about this um, uh, despicable racism that's being perpetrated out on the Internet. And it's sad. Um, it's sad because I think it's it's going to affect well, some uh, people say it, from what I read, it was the star. Uh, she was saying she was harassed, correct? Right, right. Yeah, she was harassed what, on the internet, and she posted a lot of the a lot of the examples of the stuff that she was yeah. that she was and, getting. But, and, and sadly, Disney knew it was going to happen, so yeah. they even warned her. Let they us know what happened. of it. That's yeah. That's bad. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I saw thing. Yeah, we saw exactly the same thing with uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Yep. Yeah. On, uh, right. Episode eight, right. where they yep. introduced her character, and and even John Boyega, right? Oh yeah, yep. John Boyega yep. too. Yeah. Like yeah. they do. Some people do not, and, and like Ray being a woman, that was also an issue. Yeah. Like, and NPR had a good article out there. They were saying that you know it's it's high time that um, Lucasfilms and Disney try to get out ahead of this, rather than privately warning these actors 
um, women and people of color that they're going to be attacked, why don't they get out ahead of it and start having ad campaigns that celebrate diversity and that, you know, um, they, they try to take the wind out of some of the sails of these people before the show comes out. And I think, I think they had a very good point in that article. Uh, we'll, we'll link to that in the comments section uh, uh, of this post. So you can uh, check out the article for yourself and see what you think. But uh, yes, I think something like that needs to be done. There needs to be some sort of action taken to kind of take the wind out of their sails maybe and, and get uh, the bulk of people behind this and excited about all the diversity that's coming out in Star Wars. I, I think that's going to be, better for the franchise and better for all of us. So, like, I think that there are plenty of people who are excited about uh, diversity and sure. uh, the new the new directions that Star Wars has taken. These uh, shows have been incredibly popular and have, like, shown us different parts of the Star Wars universe. But I think the problem is that the temper tantrum throwers are much more loud than people who just enjoy something sure and move on and don't like i don't know for that little bit but if you're a person being i that's it's the fact that they're attacking a single person that bothered yeah yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> that's what bothers me because uh, I, I i could go through life not knowing about them right or i can skip those articles <laughs> but right mm -hmm. right uh, i don't try to be ignorant but i'm just saying you know Oh. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to breathe air into their um, into their campaign. I right? also like, Disney's got the pro, uh, take a step back from Star Wars, but a lot of movies, uh, Pocahontas and such, that was presented, I think, originally as pro diversity. There were there's still racist overtones hmm. back in the day. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. Right. Right. I, I I see them feeling muzzled because they can't. Mm -hmm. They have to apologize. There's a lot for them to apologize for. Right. Um. But yeah, you don't. Uh, I don't know. I I concur though. You don't. If you're a big, a powerful company, now's the time to be ahead of things instead of uh, right. right. Get out in front of all of it. Well, I mean, and, uh, instead of reacting to it, denounce it ahead of time. If yep. uh, the racism part. Yeah, well, I mean, Marvel, like, that's kind of the thing, though, is the money is in diversity. Like, right. Marvel and Disney would not be making these moves if the larger part of the audience only right. wanted white male Christian heroes. Yeah, right. Like, that's not where the money is. The money is, because there's comparatively speaking, a smaller group of people than the majority. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the overwhelming majority of people in the United States support LGBTQIA. Uh, right. Plus, sorry. Uh, like, that's the majority, and that's what Disney is targeting. And, yes, we've got this loud group of losers uh, who like insist on thinking that the fifties were really great, but <laughs> right. they're not the money. Like they yeah. may have, they may be fans, but they're fans who've missed the whole message of star Wars, 
of Marvel, X-Men, like they I don't know what books they were reading. <laughs> yeah. Well, and speaking of LGBTQIA plus, um, there's something going on with uh, Buzz Lightyear, right? Seth, you want to tell yeah, us a little Buzz bit about Lightyear, that? Buzz Lightyear, well, it Buzz Lightyear committed the cardinal sin of briefly showing, very briefly showing a lesbian couple uh, kissing, I think. Or at, least, of course, or at least looking very, uh, very, like, you know, happy, like a couple, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking at a picture right now of just two uh, Pixar animated women. Uh, one's holding a baby and the other two are looking at each other lo- lovingly. And it's a perfectly good thing to do in a movie. But Ben Shapiro thinks that that is content that kids are just not ready to see. Oh, yeah, we can't have. We can uh, go ahead and shoot kids up in school, but God forbid you have two moms. Uh, I know. Uh, yeah, we can. There's no end to the amount of violence that they can show on TV. Right. But when you show two loving individuals that happen to be of the same sex, it's uh, it's uh, a huge trauma to the listening audience to, to porch won't you think of the children can't won't someone right. think of the children yeah, right. <laughs> they're too young to understand two men or two w- women in a relationship <laughs> with each other they it'll break their <laughs> tiny minds oh, whatever. <laughs> excuse me yeah yeah it's insane I, i'm sorry if i don't have a whole lot of respect for these people no, I'm well, going like to handle the. Actually, maybe no, there I'm is a sorry. movie, but are there any lesbian serial killer movies yet? Ah. I, hmm. Once again, we'd have to ask Benito, probably. Probably, I, you know, he's, a, you might he's know. a killer guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm almost positive there have to be lesbian be. serial killer movies. Le- yeah. Lesbians like serial killer movies too. So I did. I, I did find there. the big scene. Ooh. Yeah, that. That that's the that's the uh, photo that's got Ben Shapiro's uh, Ben Shapiro's hair all tied in knots. Huh. Sad. Is he more upset that it's a uh, two women, or is he more upset that one's white and one's black? I mean, it's prob- probably for him it piles one on top of the other. <laughs> right. Hmm. Wow. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I keep thinking one day things will change and you won't be hearing about this kind of thing anymore. Oh, but yeah, maybe I don't know if it's going to happen in my lifetime. Just doesn't seem like it sometimes. Well, it might not happen in your lifetime or mine, but the demographics are changing. Like, yeah, it may not be happening as fast as some of us would like, but like it's that's happening. the reason these guys are so loud is because they're losing. Right. And our yeah, yeah, they're in the death rows. Right. <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of losers, um, <laughs> there's something going on with uh Elon Musk, Charles, and I think you've got uh <laughs> I was going uh, oh, no. the public. It's got, oh, no. it's got Charles irate. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to go back to work. Not not outside yeah. of the house. So you want to let you want to let the audience know what uh, Elon did? That's got. I don't don't remember the quote exactly, but he tweeted that. uh, I mean, he says my understanding that um, 
people should come back to the office or be fired. And he also uh -huh. gave an example of how he used to sleep under his desk and stuff. He used to sleep <laughs> under his desk? So well, he, he worked 80-hour weeks and whatnot. So huh. should you. So, <laughs> Which is absurd. I wonder if he had a desk like George Costanza, where he had a pillow and an area of sleep under there. Remember that episode of Science oh, yeah, where well, he was sleeping under his desk? Well, that's funny, because I, I, I've worked in a place where a guy got caught living in the office. Really? It was frowned upon. Well, he he really this was in another state, but um yeah, he 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 rented some he bought some rentals and he's making so much money at rentals, he went ahead and rented out the house he lived in. Huh. So he wasn't poor, he just realized he was making more by rent renting his place out and staying at work. And staying sleeping under <laughs> his desk. Uh huh. Huh. Interesting. Uh, what a great guy. What do you do yeah. for like showers and changing clothes? Well, we had we had a shower in the office there. Oh, I see. Sure. Yeah. So he just bringing his clothes for the week and. Well, and that's in you know here in the Midwest I don't see as much, but yeah, a lot of places I know on the coast had showers and workout rooms and. Yeah. And the idea was that you don't you're not you're yeah. working a long week. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, we had that. At, at my office, uh, we had showers and everything because Lynn and I would ride our bikes into work. Um, a few years back, we'd ride our bikes into work, take our clothes for the day and shower and get changed there. So I could see, I know some folks actually that also rode their bikes into work because it was kind of a big thing at the office for a while. Right. Some people would bring their clothes for the week into the office on Monday. They'd drive in on Mondays, bring in their clothes for the week, store them uh, near their cube somewhere. And then uh, the rest of the week they'd ride in and then they'd shower and they'd have their clothes there ready to wear. And then Fridays take them all home, I guess. So, um, but yeah, I could definitely see that happening. <laughs> so I don't, I, I just, I don't know. It's me. It but was you don't want to go back to work full time uh, to the office full time. You want to continue working from home. No, I like which I can understand. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think and most people, I mean, I don't think most some people, people need to go, go back. back. Some people can't take it. I'm okay with. Well, I'm okay with people that 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 feel they need that social interaction and they've got to get out of the mm -hmm. house and they want to go back into the office and be with other people. I'm fine with that. I'm just not really excited about the, uh, a business mandating that everybody has to come back anymore in this well, day and age. Was... We know that we worked for fine for what, a year and a half with COVID? Everybody worked from home and work still got done and things still yeah. moved forward. Musk says of employees who, empl Tesla employees who want to continue working from home, quote, they should pretend to work somewhere else. <laughs> huh. <laughs> he's, uh, he's lost it. <laughs> well, I mean, he's, he's always like that. He's tanked. The I don't stock. think I don't think it's a change in personality on his part. No, I just he's think always been Yeah, you're saying his stocks, his stock has tanked, and so now he wants people back in to kind of get things back in. Well, no, I was saying that he's tanked the stocks of two different companies, one of which uh -huh. he owns, one of which he was plan, one of which he owns, and he was planning to use to acquire the other one. Yeah, so, you're talking about the Twitter deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he has had more 
faux pas lately than anyone else and is just utterly kind of destroying his reputation as a the smart businessman or the right the uh the tony stark type well he's he's cemented he's he's starting to look like your typical engineer yeah, I wouldn't say he knows anything about engineering. <laughs> no, I don't think he does either, but he's putting his foot in his mouth a few times. Oh. Well, I think, I, just... <laughs> a, I think Elon's a case of him buying, him sniffing his own farts and uh, thinking he's really smart. Yeah, you know, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's boy. another person that's confused luck for smarts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's never a good thing. Even even if he does, I mean, you have to say he has some some somewhere. There's some technical know-how, but uh, well, would would either of you guys want to work for Elon Musk? Ah, uh, no, no. Nope. Would you want to? Would you want to work? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be kind of fun to work at SpaceX? Mm, no, <laughs> I've learned over the years. I'll tell you what. When I was when I was a younger engineer. I, I I would have I might have fallen for the mission over the management. Yeah. Oh. Just the fact that you're working in the space program that would have been lure enough which to is, get you which involved. is the same thing that happens to masters and PhD students these days and stuff too is you Yeah, you can fall in love with the science. Yeah. But and yeah. then 20 years pass and you realize you're still uh you're still broke. You know, right. <laughs> then, then your right. attitude changes a little. Yeah, a yeah. bad working environment and a bad man at the helm like Musk can I have, ruin your life. And I have to presume some of that toxicities, because it usually comes from the top. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, down. Um, it's getting passed down. I mean, he's causing his own problems. Yeah. His own future well, what about, problems, anyway. What about Bezos? Would you work for his... Company. Oh God, no! I'm from yeah, no, I'm from I remember yeah, no. If I could help it, <laughs> Seth. I remember, I remember Bezos? when Bezos was calling. He used to call his employees because I, I lived in Seattle for a while. Yeah. When 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 Amazon was starting up, and he called all his employees, and they were all entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs. Yeah, because Why? he doesn't want he, because they're all contractors who he doesn't have to pay uh, and, um, pay benefits to. Benefits. No, I wouldn't work for any of these people. Yeah. I, How about you, Lynn? What was the question? <laughs> Would you well, work you for Bezos or Musk? Oh, I already answered no. <laughs> well, I mean, if the pay was good enough, maybe. Uh, no, not yeah. even for the pay. I don't, yeah. I'm I'm just, on sometimes point. you just have to plan on selling out, guys. That's just it. <laughs> the pay would have to be ridiculous, and I would be planning to leave as soon as yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yep. I, I do not know a level of pay where it would be where I would like to work a 60 hour week under that sort well, of pressure. And and I, I don't know too. these days, I but I, I remember Microsoft having the same the temp employee problem that they wouldn't they hired all these temps, and they'd never make them full time. <laughs> yeah, just so they wouldn't have to pay benefits. So yeah. everybody worked a 29 hour week or whatever it was. 
Sad. Yeah. Yeah. My first, yeah. My first job was, uh, well, I won't say the company on here because there's no reason to do that, but it was a company that hired uh, developers straight out of college and paid them the absolute minimum until sure. they left. And yeah. the whole time it sucked. Huh. How long were you with them? Uh, maybe a year and a half. Yeah. Wow. Like I remember I was prom yeah, I was promised a review and a raise at six months. And six months came and went, no review, no raise. A year came and went, no review, no raise. Oh the, the one and a half years came. I finally got my review and pretty much nothing for a raise. Oh. Hmm. I remember. Well, I was going to tell a horror story because I think it's good for the kids. Because um, <laughs> I worked, I'm not going to same kind of thing. I won't say the play, but I worked at a place for a couple of years, and there was there was kind of the promise of becoming a partner. Um, and then I accidentally opened somebody else's paycheck. Oh, complete accident because they, they used to pass them out at the desk and they gave me his and his mine. And I opened his and he made, and he'd been there like 10 or 15 years or something, you know, he a lot yeah. longer than me. And he he, he made a thousand dollars more a year than I was making. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was my like, no, I'm getting years. the hell out. Yeah, I was and like, your wake I, was, up call. I, was, and I wasn't, I wasn't doing very well. Uh, this was this was getting on the west coast, so I was I was I was poverty level really, and um, yeah, and so I I don't have the same belief and that these uh, the guy at the top's looking out for you or anything like that. What about uh, what about Warren Buffett? That, I, what about him? I mean, would you work for him and one of his same problems? Yeah. Not that I mean I work for corporate America, so whatever. Yeah, but. right. I, mean, I, I, I think we're kind of getting away from science fiction. Oh right? yeah, that would just complain, but no, I've worked I've yeah, worked for some true. of Buffett's uh I've worked for people that Buffett's that have worked for Buffett. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Whatever. All right. All right. You know, you can put up with <laughs> right. The human the human uh spirits made for suffering. Right. And on that positive note, wow, we're down <laughs> after this. Right. Well, we're coming up on the thirty-minute mark. To uh, yeah. to get bring it back around to uh, what we're supposed to be talking about. Uh, are there, what's that? I don't. What were we talking about? I don't know. I, I was just. I was <laughs> going to ask if there's any upcoming on. upcoming shows that you guys are looking forward to that uh, are coming out in the near future. Oh, so many. Uh, yeah. Ms. Marvel is started coming out. I haven't watched it yet, but that one is... I love Ms. Marvel. That's another one that they're har harassing people over, of course. Oh, they would be. It's it's pretty... I watched the first episode with with the kids. Hmm. And uh, it's it was fun. Yeah. yeah. The Christians are not all right with it. No. Why? Well, she's got... She comes from a, a, a Muslim-ish family anyway. Hmm. Is that why? Yeah. Oh. Because she's Muslim. You know, it's a big sandbox. Can we all just not get along together? Sure, <laughs> not. It's not going to happen. 
but that's one I'm really looking forward to because I've read the the comics and there's some I really love them. Uh, Obi Wan is still coming out, I think. Right. Uh, that's a and I really like that so far. We're about two or three episodes in, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, we're gonna get uh, love and, Thor, love and thunder here pretty soon. Uh, yeah, just lots of good stuff coming out. Right? Well, and July Fourth weekend is gonna see the wrap up of uh, Stranger Things season four. Right. And uh, we finally got through uh, season four. We're current up to this point through episode seven. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see where it's gonna go when they come back. Yeah. I mean. Definitely enjoying the ride. And we've started season four of The Boys. And uh, thanks thanks to Charles. (laughs) We saw the first episode, which was uh, pretty horrifying. I'd say eye-opening, but... uh... Yeah, third eye. Third eye opening. It opened some people. Yeah. It was, I, yeah, I, I feel like they're just going off the deep end now, but whatever. <laughs> it's almost gore for gore's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait till you get to the, the octopus scene. Oh, good God. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I mean, if you love animals, it, it's, that's pretty rough watch. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I take it you haven't seen it yet, Seth. Nope. All right. I, I did see the termite scene. I saw the yes. termite scene. Oh, right. yeah, that's that pretty unforgettable. <laughs> as much as I try and drink to forget, yes. <laughs> well, one of our friends that was over uh, with us, we started watching the movie Fresh, uh, which we commented on our uh, last episode, uh, which involves uh, uh, some gore. human cannibalism, essentially. And uh, we got to the point where the human cannibalism stuff is revealed and uh, they couldn't take it anymore and wanted to not watch it because it just was too gruesome for their Friday. And uh, Charles (laughs) wisely suggested we switch over and watch the boys. (laughs) And and it went from bad to worse in like the blink of an eye. That was funny. Yeah. The boys ramps up pretty quick. Yeah, right. I thought we were going to lose your guest there, Bill. Yeah, I did too. He was uh, kind of turning green. He looked pretty bad. Oh. Yeah, but it was fun. I liked it. It was shocking and it was uh, unbelievable. I, but I've, I've got to say that somehow they managed from, I mean, the first episode of season one was shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and yet somehow they keep managing to be shocking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to take it to the next level, exactly. whatever that was, like, because I they keep going to a place where you go, there can't be a next level. And there yeah. is, and there is. <laughs> I recommend you read the boys' comics because they are actually uh, kind of more uh, screwed up than the uh, than the show is. How can you be more screwed up than that? You gotta read the comics to find out. Wow! <laughs> right. All right. Well, we're uh, we're at our thirty minute mark, so I think uh, we can go ahead and end it down. Unless anybody has any final thoughts, anything, comments? Don't criticisms? be a dick to actors. Yeah. <laughs> Lighten up. Definitely. 
just watch the show. You know, watch the show. Enjoy the entertainment. Be thankful that we are getting science fiction and fantasy and horror, and that people are are dedicating their lives to bringing us this entertainment to make our lives a little more enjoyable and and fun. Exactly. So yeah, if let's you're not, worried. Let's if not tear worried. people down just because they don't happen to look like we do or think like we do or worship the same imaginary beings that we do. <laughs> oh, uh, if you're worried about a character's race changing between the comic and the on-screen adaptation, go ahead and just lose that thought. It'll yeah. do you a world of good. Right. All right. On that note, we will go ahead and end it here. Uh, have a great week. Preachy folks. this week. We we have gotten a little preachy, but <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to do that. I think so. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. We hope you tune in next time. Uh, we got uh, lots of exciting content coming up. Lots of new stuff coming out, and we can't wait to bring it to you. So, uh, take care. Have a safe week, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. 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 Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.